take it from the top. One, two. My mic sound nice. Check one. My mic sound nice. Check two. My mic sound nice. Check three. Are you ready to rock y'all? Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to another episode of Nikki Scott's Podcast. I am your girl, A. Nicole, and I'd like to thank you for tuning in. And I'd like to remind you to subscribe, to rate, review, and tell a friend just how dope you think this damn podcast is, right? So um, I am actually recording early today. Like, I am so proud of myself. You know, usually I wait till like the late of the night. Look, look, that's my that's my alarm right there. That's how early this shit is. It's daylight savings. Daylight savings got my ass up. So um, usually I'm recording to like the wee hours of the night or something. And my producer be killing me like, hey, I need I need stuff so I can upload it. So I'm, I'm on it today. So I am so proud of myself. Um, I know I like to start off a funny story with y'all. It'd be so much stuff. I'm happening to me that I'm at a point where I don't think this shit is funny no more. Like when I tell people, they be like, that shit is hilarious. And I'd be like, no, but listen, this shit is like real. Um, so I know like a couple of months that I talked about, um, the homeless dude, um, who basically was trying to bankroll me out of $20. You know, he was like, no, I don't want your dollar. I don't want your $5. I, I-, I need $20 to eat. You know, I'm trying to self care. So, you know, people always ask me, have I seen him again? Because I snatched my money, smoothed out his hand. Like, oh, really? You you want a bankroll? Okay, run me my money back. Now, now you 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 starting from fucking scratch. So um where I work in DC, it is by a it is by like the Mecca of where a lot of um the homeless folks be where they panhandle and things like that. Um so I see a lot of them all the time. Like I can't I can't miss them either coming to work or or leaving going back home because of the way that I take it's 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 their metropolis is where they be where they be making a little coins and stuff like no pun intended. So um I haven't seen him but I have ran into others. Like I know last week it was a guy, he was like selling his poetry. Like he had this shit, like ran off on, 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 on photocopy of paper and shit. And like his name used to be, um, the homeless man with words. And like, it was so cute because he told me that he got his own little place or whatever. So he's no longer the homeless man with words. Um, he's the house man with words and he had like scratched out the homeless man and put the house man with words. And I was like, I know that's right. And he was like, I don't think that it's cool for me to have to go out and print out more copies just because I have me a good place to stay. And I said, I know that's right. And I gave him five whole fucking dollars for one, one of those sheets, one of those marked up sheets of paper, because he out here hustling. He out here providing a service for these coins. And that's what I like, empowering the people to be self-sufficient. And I loved it. I gave him five. And if I see him again, he's going to get another five. He gave me two copies of the shit. He hit me with the Nikki Starts podcast. Rate, review, tell a friend just how dope you think this motherfucking poetry is. So that's my friend right there. I always like to see him on North Capitol Street. That's my friend. Um, I do have a young lady. She's not a young lady. She's probably old enough to be my damn mama, grandmama. She be out there 
And Miss Thang be wearing her little skirts and shit. They'd be like a little old school. Little, she had a little leather skirt on Friday. It was like a retro leather skirt, like the motherfucking um the, the Whitney Houston, uh, 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 I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. I'd be like, okay, you, you working, you hugging this block or whatever. But the thing with her, because I had to pull over and get out of my car and come over and walk to her and talk to her, like, she don't walk the straight line in the median. So it's like cars be whizzing by, you know, whatever, trying to get on their way. And like, sometimes she'll like step into the street. She'll like step off the median. And I seen her stumble a few times. And I told her, I said, look, the type of work that we have, when I say we, I'm talking about you, we don't get workman's comp. There's no short-term disability, no long-term disability. We don't have sick hours, none of that. We got to be safe on these streets. So you might want to trade in the Kitten Hills for maybe some some Reebok, some 5411s, um, some, some K-Swiss. You know, I don't know how deep your pockets are running at this point. Um, but you might want to get you some ergonomic um, shoe wear. Because these pumps and these 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 skirts, they're not hitting. One time I seen her out there with um with um uh uh uh, uh um a towel wrapped around her waist. <laughs> Little blouse. And I just be like, go ahead, sister. So like if I had to choose, I can't believe I'm sitting here talking about it. I don't want y'all to think that I'm like like degrading, you know, poking fun or whatever. I'm just telling y'all the shit that I be going through coming into work and leaving work with my people of the, the the homeless diaspora. So, um, yes, these are my people. I see my dude with his poems out. I see my girl with, with her stuff out when she be walking that straight line. I still give her her little coins and stuff like that. But I had to give her a little therapy your day session. Like, sis, we out here living dangerously, okay? We need to bring this in a little bit. We'll be out here living a little dangerous. We might want to just peel back on the, on the attire, you know, the, the, the work attire, the work uniform, and we might want to play it a little bit safe, you know, especially the weather's turning. So, yeah. So that's that. Um, that's y'all. I don't even want to call it a funny story. I don't want y'all to be like Nikki B talking shit about the home. I'm not, I'm just telling y'all the shit that I go through, the shit that I see. So, um, again, I will be having a women's workshop. I'm a women's expo actually with vendors, with speakers. I have a feature poet. It's just an all-inclusive one-stop shop for my sisters. Um, it will be in Washington, D.C. on January 5th from 11 to 6. Um, it's going to be food. I'll have catered food. It's going to be unlimited wine. We'll have other spirits there. It's just going to be a great time, and no topic is going to be like taboo. We're going to talk about everything. We have a panel set up. You all can come up and sit on the couch and just have a real conversation with your girls. So tickets for that is available. I have some girlfriend passes. Um, I have a VIP. I have an after brunch special. If you want to have a one-on-one and brunch the next day, all of that, www.anicoleinc.com. A-I-N- a-N-I-C-H-O-L-E-I-N-C.com. And also, um, I do have my Jamaica trip, my, my Queen's Power trip. Um, Jamaica, that will be July 14th through the 21st. Um, we're hitting up the entire island. We're partying. We're having workshops. We're doing a full moon ritual. We have a spa day. Did I say workshops? Yeah, I said workshops. We're just going to have a really good time. And um, that trip is also available on my website. Um, you can do your deposit now. The first installment isn't due until January. And I've broken it down into five installments. Um, 
people take their time with paying it because you know I, I understand you know we we work in people so we work in women so um you gonna split that shit up so um both events can be found on my website as, as well as my brands and other shit about me and stuff on my website www.anicoleinc.com okay so I was thinking about this week's episode and this week's topic, and I know that a good part of my sessions, my therapy your day sessions with my clients, I see, I'm not going to say a little, I see, I see a substantial amount of self-sabotage when I talk with a lot of my clients. And I'm just like, you are thinking that maybe this person is in your way, that person is in your way, or, you know, why can't shit just be a certain way, or why can't things just be good for me, and you don't even realize that you are self-sabotaging yourself, and it is killing you. It is stifling the fuck out of you. It is lowering your zest for life, and it is lowering your fucking, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um... Uh, quality of life. Bam. It is lowering. That sounds like a note outright. Um, it's lowering um the quality of life. So I decided to do this week's topic on on the top signs that you're self-sabotaging yourself and how to stop that shit. Um, because I want to get this shit out to the masses. A lot of times we think that other people hold us back. A lot of times we'd be so quick to blame the next person, but a lot of times it's us. And a lot of times we don't know it's us. A lot of times we haven't picked up on the fact that I am fucking my own self up. I am in my own way. Mama ain't in my way. Baby mama ain't in my way. Baby daddy ain't in my way. This person, I am in my way. You know? Um, And that's why I always advocate for the splitting yourself open and digging fucking deep. Because you'll find out a whole lot of shit about yourself. While you out here pointing fingers about this person, that person. But this person, that person, do be having a shit with them. I get that. But we got to know ourselves too. And we got to know how we get in our own way. And how we sabotage our own self. So, again, this week's episode will be about top signs, yourself sabotaging, and how to stop that shit. So, let's get into it, shall we? Okay, so first let me ask you, um, have you been having trouble reaching all of your goals? Um, Going for what you want, but feeling like something is roadblocking the way? Um, Have you been finding yourself not doing some of the things that you know your ass should be doing? Hmm. If you've answered yes to any or all of these questions, you might be a victim of self-sabotage. You know? Um... Yeah, not might you, 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 you pretty much are self-sabotaging. So we're going to open it up and we're going to discuss some signs and some symptoms of self-sabotage and an action, a course of action, excuse me, of how, you know, we're going to clean this shit up a little bit, right? Okay. So the first one is focusing on what is not working or not right. Do you do that a lot? So when you, when you find that you think a lot and speak a lot about what is going wrong, it can make you feel dissatisfied and can quiet your sense of purpose and ambition. Damn, all of my shit is going on. I'm so sorry, y'all. I let Kingston use my little, um, I let Kingston use my laptop and he was probably playing Fortnite on this shit and turned 
turn the um sound on and then my notifications is going on. Oh, and then Patrick's trying to FaceTime me. Hold on. Let me let me give some um let me give a little mute 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 on him real quick for y'all. Okay. So decline FaceTime. Thank you. I'm so sorry. That was so much. So um where was I? So when you when you find that you think a lot about um, what's going wrong and speaking a lot about what's going wrong, because, you know, that's your self-talk with the universe, which you speak out, you know, thinking that, yeah, it's one thing. But when you put that shit out by speaking it, yeah, we we did. We dealing with a different beast. So doing so, it can make you very dissatisfied and can quiet your sense of purpose and ambition. Notice how often you speak about shit that's not working. Do you speak about it a lot? Um, you might want to ask your friends, like, um, do you think that I'm a positive person? Um, do you think that I always talk about negative shit? Like, have your friends talk to you about that. See what they say. And if this is what you're finding to be a regular um, occurrence, we got a plan of action for that. So. You're going to ask yourself a new question. We're going to change the way you think. Start asking yourself, well, what's going right in my life? What is working? And begin to notice all the things, no matter how minute they are, that are working well. Keep an evidence journal. And each day, write down something. Write down everything. Everything that's working. And change your way of thinking. I always ask people, do you have a journal? Do you have a self-help book? Do you have a gratitude book? They sell those on Amazon. You know, I have one. Um, shout out to Patrick. He bought me one a couple of weeks ago where I do it when I first wake up. And one of the things is, right, what are three things that you are grateful for? What are, what are some things that you love? What are your goals for today? What will you do? It well, I think it's like three goals for today. They don't have to be big. What? How are you going to award reward yourself? Excuse me. If you um, if you accomplish them, what are you going to do if you're not able to? It like really shapes my day. So like when I get up out the bed, when I hop about this motherfucking bed and get my goddamn swag on, I'm motherfucking ready. I'm swaggerific, boo. You know, Kingston was in here, he'd be like, Mom, you don't have the juice. Like, no. But yes, I, I, I hop about this bed and I turn my motherfucking swag on because I'm changing the way that I think. I am a Virgo. We are over analytical. We think the worst. We're always thinking, what's the worst that can happen? And all right, if this is the worst that can happen, this is what I'll do if that happens. We're always on a plan Z. Fuck a plan B. We're on a plan Z. We got a plan for any and everything that will not work out right. So I get you. I get you, especially if we live in our heads. We, we, we overanalyze fucking everything. I get it, but you're going to have to train your mind not to think that way. And it's hard. It was hard for me. You got to train your mind. You got, for one, I got sick and tired of um, the panic attacks that I would have and anxiety attacks, attacks that I would have. And that was enough to make me be like, you know what? Fuck me being a Virgo. Fuck this is, you know, how we're hardwired to be. Fuck that. This shit is not for me. This lifestyle is not for me worrying all the time, thinking about the worst that can happen, thinking about the negative shit. I can't do that shit, especially if I'm supposed to bring light to other people. I can't. So I had to change the whole 
makeup of my mind. And you can do the same thing. Get you some books. Get you some journals. You know, get around people that's not going to allow you to think that way. So that's another thing. Um, I surround myself with people who who we're not doing negative thoughts. And even like with my friends, when they try to do it, no, 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 we're not thinking about that. We're thinking positive shit. No, 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 we're not manifesting that. That's the, my friends will tell you that isn't the biggest thing that I say. No, we're not manifesting that. No. So I don't even know why you're speaking that. Get that out of here. We're rebuking that. No, we're not manifesting that. We're not manifesting those thoughts. No. So change your way of thinking. That is the plan of action for number one. So number two, another sign is symptom. Symptom. Being stuck in fear. Do you worry a lot about the future and what is going to happen or might happen? Are you thinking about your fear so much that you are paralyzed and taking no action because of fear or what might occur? Let's talk about that. Anxiety attacks, panic attacks. Um, if you follow my my uh, page that's dedicated 100% to sisterhood, like um, it's just everything that I post is about advancing, bettering, empowering women. And it's a tribe called sis. So on Instagram is at a tribe called sis. And I always make sure to post things that give you the signs and the symptoms of a panic attack. What does an anxiety attack looks like, look like, excuse me, how to bring yourself down from one, all of those things, you know, when you, when you feel one coming, what to do. Um, because, this shit is real. People are out here, damn near killing themselves over their thoughts. People are out here a slave of their thoughts, you know, and you don't know what's going on because this shit is in their mind. That's the crazy part about it. They can be fighting internal fucking battles that you know absolutely nothing about because it's internal. So, if you're if you're finding yourself being paralyzed in fear, um, if you're finding yourself worrying a lot about the future, here's your action. It's time to put your focus on the present. You can't change. Listen, yesterday gone. It's gone. Can't do shit about it. It's gone. You know, like what Big Mama say, when it go, it go. Mac and cheese is gone. Collard greens gone. You know, black eyed peas gone. Fried chicken gone. Ain't shit to do. You know, we ain't going to sit here and talk about the shit. We're going to look in this motherfucking refrigerator. We're going to get us together some motherfucking lunch meat. We're going to get us together some motherfucking leftovers of some kind. And we're going to make it work. We're going to feed ourselves. Or we can do some motherfucking takeout. Food is available. That's what I'm trying to say. Yesterday is gone. We can't even touch tomorrow because tomorrow ain't even promised. But we got so much shit that we can work with today. So why are you worried about the future and it ain't even got here yet? You got people. I remember a friend of mine told me something um, when I was in grad school. And I was like bitching about making my deadlines because I was working two jobs, y'all. Um, and taking care of Kingston and all of that. And I just was like, I got to graduating. Graduating late was not an option. Graduating on time wasn't even an option. I wanted to graduate early. Because I was like, it wasn't a right of, oh, I'm going to get a master's degree and it's going to be so great. No, I need to get this master's degree so I can make more money to take care of me and this baby. So I would just like go into like if I would have like a bad 
um, assignment or a project, I'd be like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be so much and with work and this, that with Kingston. And he would be like, why are you wasting today? It's people who didn't wake up this morning, who had plans for today. And you got today. And you already talking about tomorrow. You already talking about a, a project that's due next week or next month. How dare you? And like when he told me that, he was a Virgo too. Actually one of my, my biggest friends, one of my coolest friends. That really put shit in motion for me. You know, um, you have to... You have to put your focus on today. Back to what I'm saying. We can't control or predict the future or other people's behaviors. All we can control is our own right here, right now. Starting here. Starting motherfucking now. You know, um, you got to ask yourself the question, what is the worst that could happen? Then let go and know that it isn't in your hands to control the future. And that rarely do the scenarios we create in our heads occur. Have you ever thought of that? All of those, what's the worst that can happen? All of those, you, you're over here in fear of this, 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 this crazy ass scary movie that's going to happen and it doesn't. So you work yourself up for no reason. We watch babies do it all the time. Be afraid of shit that you know ain't shit to be afraid of. And then we see them hoop and haw and find out that they good. And then we laugh at them. It's funny to us. Now, imagine what the universe is, is doing looking at us. And we over here hooping and hollering and everything about some shit that's going to work out good. Or some shit we don't have control over. Hmm? Think about it. Back to what I was saying. Um, so, yes. Um, I know that a lot of people use a serenity prayer. You know, um, God grant me the serenity to accept the things that I cannot change. Um, shit, the courage to change the things that I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I didn't sat in a whole lot of AA meetings, y'all. Um, but that's a good thing. Basically, you're asking, you know, the shit that you cannot change, accept it. All right, I can't change. I can't, I can't change it. Excuse me. So I'm going to accept it. Please grant me the discernment to know the difference of shit that I can change. And I cannot change, right? So you have to think about that. Um, get closer to the universe. Get closer to spirit. Um, use spirit as your guide. Use the universe as your guide. Use your religion or whatever it is that you lean on as your guide. You know, understand that you're not doing this by yourself. That was the most comforting for me, is knowing that I'm in this body with a whole ass spirit that got my back. You know, like when people be talking about my spirit don't agree with that or my spirit ain't with that or spirit said or I asked self and self said, hmm, we always like to laugh at that. But that's real shit. Get to know, get to know your higher calling, get to know your God, get to know yourself, get to know, excuse me, get to know your spirit and you have to relax. You have to breathe and you have to trust that the universe will always take care of you. And I want to say this, a lot of times when we have worry about how things are going to work out, if we're going to be provided for, if, if, if something is going to come through, that shows that our root chakra is out of fucking whack. That's your root chakra. So, um, I know with myself, like when I feel my root chakra being out of whack, um, I do shit with my crystals. You know, that's when I really be up on them. 
I got on my bra, they're underneath my pillow. Um, I'm doing crystal work with them. You know what I mean? Um, I really start doing things. I listen to my chime music. If you go on YouTube um, and you just put in um, music for worry, music for anxiety, shit, music for guilt, anything that you're feeling, chime music, it'll come up. And it's that music that you hear when you be in the spa or like you be getting your nails done. It, it, it puts you in the mind of that music, but it's some I go to sleep on because some of them are like hours long, six hours long, nine hours long. Some of them are 15 minutes, you know, and, and they're tailored, something for you to wake up. I listen to them when I wake up. And it sets the tone. Something about that music allows me to center myself and allows my root chakra to become unblocked. And I'm like, okay. And I have my crystals in my hand or I have my crystals, you know, um, shit, sometimes I have them on my forehead, you know, and I really use my crystals for that. So think of that as a way too. Um, next, number three, do you have feelings that you have no value? Do you forget all of your accomplishment and lack pride in who you are and what you have accomplished? If you still and obsess about the past or your lack of success or lack of goal achievement, then you'll be stuck in noticing how much you lack as a person. If you often criticize yourself or can't accept compliments, you aren't allowing yourself to love yourself. and You're not allowing other people to love upon you. Hmm? The most accomplished people I know sometimes have low self-esteem. And it boggles my mind because I'm like, you out here doing it. You out here getting shit done. You've accomplished X, Y, and Z. You've done blah, blah. You've overcame. And you got the nerve. To be down in the dumps and feel like you have no value, feel like you have no self-worth, you have a low self-esteem. Are you fucking serious? The fuck is wrong with you? But that's been me too. Um, It'll be like, I can achieve X, Y, and Z, but maybe if I haven't achieved this small thing, that really don't mean shit to me. That really doesn't have... A, a emphasis on my life or my livelihood. I just feel like I'm a dunce. You're not alone, you know? Um, and the way that you can do this, the way that you can break through this is you can choose to notice what you do that is good and that you can be proud of no matter how small it may seem. So each day you might want to keep a log of what you're grateful for about you, 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 what you bring to the table. What about you are you grateful for? When you hear your inner coach or your inner voice telling you what you haven't done right or well, turn the motherfucking volume down. Turn it down. Turn it down. Um, and, and, and you switch your stations to what is the truth, what you have accomplished, um, and know that you add value to the world. It's only one you. Now, unless you out here doing some some fuckery or whatever, everybody has something special that they provide to the universe. You're here for a reason. Everybody has something that the next person can't do or the next person can't accomplish. Everybody has their own gold mine at the top of their fucking head in their brain and their psyche. Everybody does. So again, we have to change 
this negative self-talk. We don't want to hear that shit. We don't want to hear that shit. No. Mm-mm. Shit. I do it all the time. Sometimes I might do it in front of people. Now nah, we're not talking about that shit right now, April. You'd be looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. It's all right, because we ain't talking about that shit right now. No. Mm-mm. Focus on the positive. Focus on the positive. You might want to do a chant or something. Um... So you need to lean on the voice of yours that knows the true you. And that's you. That's also spirit. Everybody say get closer with spirit. Got to do that. Um, You might want to acknowledge yourself for at least five things each and every day that you did well. At the end of the day, what did you do well? Hmm. I, I, I might have given somebody, I don't know, an extra, an extra thing of fries. So I might... I might have um, really helped somebody work out a problem or I might have helped somebody across the street like me. I, I told a young lady about, you know, investing in some ergonomic uh, footwear, you know, because she was a little shaky out on them streets that I was talking about earlier. She was a little shaky. So that would be one thing that I would acknowledge that I did well um, each and every day. And each day you compliment yourself on something you did that you feel good about. Notice your small successes and let compliments other give, others give you flow into your bones. See, a lot of problems that we have is we don't know how to take compliments. I noticed that a lot. And that's something that I myself had to work through. No, I don't want to take compliments. So I break my neck to give you a compliment right back. Why? Or if somebody does something good for me. Somebody does something that blesses me. I break my neck to, to, to give it back to them and make sure it's tenfold. Why? Why? You're dishonoring. You're dishonoring something that was put forth to honor you. Why are you cheapening it by feeling, feeling it so, excuse me, you have to one up the presenter? Why? Learn to take a compliment. And what I've learned is when I couldn't take a compliment, it was because I didn't feel that way about myself. So if I'm not going to accept that about me, I'm not going to accept you saying it about me. If I didn't look at myself in that light, I'm going to reject you looking at me in that light. That's what it means to reject a compliment or to minimize a compliment, not thank somebody for a compliment, you know, or try to give one back. No. You don't have to do that. Compliments are to honor you. You don't see nobody going to Buckingham Palace to honor the king and the queen and they get off their motherfucking throne and be like, we talk about you right now. Yeah, let's 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 honor you. No, that's they fucking time. And that needs to be your time too. If somebody wants to compliment you, motherfucker, you take it. You take it and you say thank you. You know, if you want to put oh, I humbly accept. If you want to do that shit, do it too. But just say motherfucking thank you. Oh, thank you very much. You know, it might sound a little, it might sound a little weird because I'll be the first to tell you it did with me, but accept it. And now I'm in a point where thank you very much. Oh, you know, that means the moon to me. I appreciate the connection. I appreciate the so-and-so, the gesture, whatever, when people do things for me, you know, that's some, another thing I had to learn because I'm so used to being the giver. I'm so used to being the one who is spent at the end of every exchange because I'm the one giving. I'm the one giving the most. My gifts are the best. My gifts come from the heart. My gifts come from blood, sweat, and tears and sacrifice and all of that shit. So when it's bestowed upon me, I'm like, ooh, I, I don't, I don't, what do I do? Or okay, thank you, but but I'm gonna get you something. 
or next time I see the person, here you are because you did so-and-so for me. I had to learn to stop doing that shit too. Stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. And I know they ain't got shit to do with self-sabotaging. You're not, you know, you're not feeling the need to give somebody else something, but this we're we talking about that shit too. Stop it. Learn how to receive. We always talk about, we tired of being givers. We always talk about, we tired of these motherfuckers hanging on, sucking our blood, taking all our shit and all of this motherfucking shit. But when we get somebody or some people who want to rain down shit on us, then we be fucking a uh, uh, daring fucking headlight. Stop that shit. Learn how to fucking receive. It's a beautiful thing. Next, comparing self to others. Ooh, in this Instagram and in this social media world, that's a big one. So ask yourself, do you constantly compare yourself to others and then feel badly when compared to them? Comparison doesn't motivate us to do more or be better. Remember that. Instead, it makes us feel we'll never be good enough and we aren't right now. Again, I understand that we live in this social media world where motherfuckers post these pretty ass pictures and these perfect ass fucking captions and we think that their life is motherfucking say la the fuck the and they probably somewhere uh 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 scratching and motherfucking surviving and hanging in a motherfucking child line. We over here coveting this young lady's relationship with her man, and she might be getting her ass whipped for breakfast, lunch, and fucking dinner. You know, he's probably not coming home. He's probably not taking care of the children that they have together that are in this beautiful picture. I'm not wishing that on anybody. I'm just saying that this is what this shit could look like. We probably want to be like this girl right here who has this banging ass body, but you don't know the shit that she might have gone through to get this banging ass body. Um, if she's starving herself, you know, she's killing herself in the gym. Um, shit, if she's had work done and might have to do something strange for some change to get the work done, you know what I mean? So we don't know what's going on. This dude that we, we see with all these bands and shit like that, you don't know what the fuck is going on. He could be flipping in the ghetto on a dirty mattress. We don't know what the fuck is going on. You know, he could go home, pull that motherfucking bins up to this nice house and all of this shit, go in there and, 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 and hit the fucking basement to where his room is. He got his name on orange juice and shit. He living with his mom and shit like that. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's going on. So stop comparing yourself to other people. Stop. Stop comparing your life to good shit that may happen to other people. Let me tell you something. Blessings is an abundance when it comes to the universe. It's so much of it to give. Your time is coming. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Learn how to rejoice in other people's shit. I love seeing people get blessed. Because I understand that it's a merry-go-round. Everybody gets a turn. You know, and your blessings don't mean that I ain't ever going to be blessed no more. That Damn, that was the last blessing. That's how a lot of people act when I see other folks you know, get good news and shit like that. Here come the comparison police. They, they're upset and everything. Like you think, oh, wow, that's the last blessing that's going to be given out by the universe. Damn. Mm. I, now I ain't shit. I ain't never going to get to be where I want to be because that's the last fucking blessing that's, give, that's being given. Shit. You know, let me go dust off these clear heels. Let me go dust off this motherfucking baking soda. Stop it. Stop comparing yourself to others. Like I said before, it's only one you. And you are equipped with everything the fuck that you need 
to show these motherfuckers that it's only one you. It ain't about her. It ain't about him. They blessings, they their downfalls too. Cause a lot of a lot of y'all compare downfalls to other people. Y'all can't wait to sink y'all teeth in when somebody is not doing good. Stop that shit too, because that's an energy as well. Stop it. Just stop comparing yourself to other people. Because like I said, it can go negative too. Like when things are going good for you, but things might be going bad for somebody else, particularly somebody that you don't fuck with. So now you hmm. Yeah, look at that bitch over there, over there fucking slipping. Look at this bitch over here hurting. Or look at this nigga over here. Stop it. Stop. Because the universe giveth and the universe taketh away. Stop comparing yourself. You are an amazing entity. You don't need the presence of anybody else to show you that. You don't need somebody else's gifts to show you that. So the action that we're going to work out to stop you from comparing yourself to others is I want you to write out five qualities you like about yourself. Then write out what you value most in your life. When you go to a place of comparison, notice how similar you are with the other person versus what is different. Begin to create a list of adjectives that describe you. Do at least 25. 25 positive words about your greatness. Whenever you notice yourself in comparison mode, mode, excuse me, think of some of the adjectives that describe you. Again, I posted something on my page, A Tribe Called Sis, about um, shifting happy thoughts, shifting your thoughts, um, um, shifting your psyche. Um, you might want to go check that out. Two, again, it's um, an Instagram at a tribe called sis. So next we have number five, meeting goals and then losing them. Do you not believe that you deserve to accomplish goals and that you are entitled to what you want? What is the story underneath? Maybe that you aren't good enough to have it. Have you ever done that? Have you ever told yourself, okay, I want to accomplish blah, blah, blah. I want to start a business. I want to go back to school. I want to lose this weight. Um, I want to get rid of this deadbeat ass motherfucker I'm dealing with. I want to travel the world. Um, I don't know. I I want to take up jujitsu, some shit like that. And then you don't follow through. Or you might start and then you just lose all zest for it. Like the shit never happened. Have you ever found yourself doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're sabotaging yourself. Have you ever set a feat that was high, a seat, a feat that was positive, a feat that would have you living a great life, a feat that would increase your your livelihood and your quality of life, and then you psych yourself out and tell yourself that you're not good enough to have it, or shit like this doesn't happen to people like you? Or you don't have so-and-so. Or I'm just so-and-so. Have you ever done that? But immediately just begin to break your own self down like a fraction? Have you ever done that? Stop that shit too. Stop that shit too. You got enough people out here in this fucking world that's preying on your goddamn downfall. So here you come. You self-employing yourself now? No. That's the haters job, right? The haters have already been provided with their job descriptions, right? They've been, they've been given a schedule. They've been given a breaks. They little two fifteens and they thirties. The thirty minute lunch. They've been given a little work uniform and all of that shit to hate on you. Let them do that shit. Now here come your raggedy ass. Now you want to be supervisor for the day or supervisor for the week, and you want to help them. No, you better not fucking do that. Your job is to set goals and fucking 
accomplishment. I was about to say some real crazy shit. An accomplishment. That's your job. Your job ain't to fucking hate. We got people out here for that. Okay? And they working for other fucking agencies too. Because I've noticed that some people that hate on this friend of mine is hating on me too. And I'm like, well, damn, I already got my own little haters over here. But you want to come over here, you know, get you some extra hours or some shit, be seasonal. Come on over. Come on over because I'm still going to slay these motherfucking goals. You do whatever the fuck you want to do. Come the fuck on over. So with that being said, if I know that there are people who are dedicated to hating, if I know that there are people who are dedicated to comparing themselves to me, and 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 not doing shit with my name that's a, in a positive light. Why the fuck would I join them? Why the fuck would I help them bring me down and me not to do my goals and me not to be on top of my shit by telling myself I'm not good enough? Why? No, we're not doing that shit. So this is how we're going to stop it, right? I want you to list all the things that you have accomplished that then faded away. Simply notice these things with love and pride and don't focus on the fact that they disappeared. How did they bring you satisfaction? How did they make you feel? What is the limiting belief that you have to tell, that you have, excuse me, that tells you inside why you can't have what you want? Be quiet, be still, and listen to it. Write down how you felt when you had accomplished the goal. Write down how you feel now without the goal. Then write a bridge belief. And that is a very, very small belief that feels a little bit better than what you now feel. Each week, I want you to create a new bridge that you can really believe. By using these bridges as stepping stones, you'll shift your limiting belief slowly and be on the other side of the bridge and be able to maintain it because you will now have a new belief inside of you. So let me tell you this. When you all do this exercise and you really split yourself open and dig deep and see where did this belief come from, please do not be alarmed if you hear your mother's voice. Please do not be alarmed if you hear your daddy's voice, Grammy's voice, aunt, uncle, ex-boyfriend, ex-girlfriend, current girlfriend, current girlfriend, current wife, current spouse, um, siblings, whoever. Because a lot of times when I see adults who have set goals and may have lost a zest for life and we really get down to what made you abandon that project or you so you're so excited about it. What made you stop doing so-and-so? It always comes down to, I don't know, I, I, I heard my mother say I wasn't going to be shit. Or I, I don't know, I, 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 it was like I could hear my sister, my big sister telling me that I wasn't going to amount to nothing or I was too dumb to do that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I guess I heard my baby father tell me I was too fat and I was always going to be fat and so and so and I need to go to the gym because don't nobody want me. Get still with yourself and think about that shit. Okay, and you'll be surprised at what the nucleus is. You'll be surprised at who the fuck wrote the blueprint for you and these negative ass feelings. A lot of times it's not us. A lot of times we take on the voices of our loved ones who don't mean us no good. I mean, I know that's mama and mama raised you, but a lot of times mama don't mean you no good. I know you didn't heard about parents being jealous of their damn offsprings. I know a lot of times you've heard of parents being toxic to their offsprings. A lot of times it's not your parent beating you up. 
or your parent withholding food and shit from you. It can be a lot of subtle shit. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, moving right along. Next, you chase away relationships. Ooh, is this a meaty, chunky one? Do you always feel something is missing in your relationship or you find fault with the other person? Perhaps you are afraid of intimacy. Underneath this is usually a fear of abandonment or exposure that causes you to distance yourself from others. Hmm. Hmm. I'm going to tell you how self-sabotage works when it comes to relationships. Um, it's kind of like, I'm going to find fault in you. I'm going to find fault in this so that I can break away so that I can distance myself from this before you do it and hurt me. So it's really a defense mechanism, but it's coming out as sabotage because I'm sabotaging not only you from having a relationship, a relationship with me, but I'm sabotaging myself from experiencing said relationship. And when we talk about that abandonment, that shit is real. I'm going to tell y'all a true story about me. So my father abandoned me when I was four and I never looked for him and other men, you know, and I always prided myself in saying that, you know, no, I never chased around men to look for him and I never tried to date older men. You know, I didn't, you know, have a baby early so something could love me, you know, and a lot of things that my friends were doing and stuff. But what I did was I did sabotage countless relationships. Um, when I started to see feelings were being involved, when I started to see him catching huge feelings or even me, nope, mm -mm, time to, time to abort this mission, time to, mm -mm, mm -mm, I'm done. And it was because when I started to have feelings, I didn't want to know what it felt like to be abandoned again by a man that I loved. I couldn't, I couldn't, um, I couldn't control my father leaving me at four because I was four, but at 18, I can control it. 19, I can control it. 20, 21, 22, and on and on and on. Not now. Yes. So that was my way of negatively notice. I said negatively taking my power back. I was negatively taking my power back by stifling and sabotaging myself. And I'll be the first to admit ruining men. Because I had a lot of good guys, a lot of good guys that I hurt in the process, you know, and I've made amends, you know, I didn't apologize and all of that. No, 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 no. That don't mean I want you again. I'm just want to apologize to you, right? Yeah, I'm keeping moving. But I just wanted to, you know, apologize, extend this, this oak leaf and all or whatever the fuck it is you extend when you want to make amends with somebody. So that speaks to me because that was me all the way. Um, so this is the, this is the, and I didn't want to expose my feelings, you know, as the time went on, I got to tell you, I love you. And I got to say, no, mm -mm, mm -mm. let's just go ahead and break this up. So my relationships were like two months tops. Couldn't keep boyfriend for two months. Uh, you know, after that, it just, mm -mm, no. So the action, you create a list of qualities you value in a relationship and the qualities you want to attract in your partner and then cultivate connections you have with people. Express what you want and don't want to the other person and allow them to express the same to you. You need to create time to acknowledge the other person on a regular basis, 
Notice when you feel afraid and let the feelings be. Accept them and allow them to sit there. Don't try to push them away. Know that the feelings are there and that is fine. Focus on what feels good about the relationship. So um, what really tore me out of that is when I met Kingston's father, when I met my ex-husband, and he would notice me doing little things and he would call me on it. I know what you're doing and it's not going to work with me. Stop it. And I, you know, I felt like a child, but I stopped that shit. So um, that was one, one extreme way. But um, once I divorced, I was like, you know what? I really want to make sure that I'm really healed from this, especially me getting back into this dating field. So that's what I did. I wrote a list of my expectations. I wrote a list of everything that came about with relationships, you know, the type of relationship that I want, what I valued in a relationship, the qualities that I like in partners, you know, what I thought I brought to the table and I explored them, you know, with, with, with my suitor, you know, be honest. You got to be honest with these people. I told you, I got to be honest with these dudes. And Hey, if this isn't where you are, beat it kid, you know, but this is where I am. And also ask, you know, be be patient with me as I work through this. I am actively putting the work in. And that's what really allowed me to get out of that self-sabotage uh, space and be like, you know what? Not only do I deserve a, a safe and healthy relationship, but that's what the fuck I command. And if now, now look at me, if you don't want to come to me with that positive shit, if you want to be over there on that sabotage shit, you can't fuck with me. Look, look at me now. Look at me now. Yeah. Uh, uh, now I'm on that shit. You know, hey, boo, you, you self-sabotage. You over there on that fuck shit. You know, you got to know that you deserve this love and you got to work on yourself. So, yeah, the student becomes a teacher. So, yes, do that. Focus on what feels good about the relationship. Okay. Finally. Another way that we self-sabotage is by having no purpose. Do you feel like you have no reason for being, no purpose in life? We all have some purpose for being on this planet, and it's time to notice yours. Remember I said each of us has a gift that the universe wants us to unwrap and give to the rest of these motherfuckers we live with on this earth, Right? And the biggest way that you can self-sabotage yourself is by feeling like you have no purpose. Like you was just born for no fucking reason. I don't give a fuck what the circumstances around your, your creation and your birth is. You got here. You here. You know, people go to the chop shop every day, B. You know, people get miscarriages every day, B. You here for a reason. And you not knowing your purpose and you not walking in your purpose and you not giving your gifts to everybody your purpose, you're self-sabotaging because you are merely existing. You are waking up in the morning, going to work, or whatever it is you do, coming home, going to sleep and starting over, maybe having a little good time or whatever, but your little good time, that's not your purpose. That's not what the fuck you're here for. So what the fuck are you here for? Hmm? I'm answering, hmm, like I will answer. But yeah. What are you fucking here for? So this is how we're going to combat that shit. Write down all the things that are important to you, including your possessions, people, and your feelings. Then write out what you want to contribute to the world from your writing. Create a statement of your purpose for yourself that you can read each and every day 
add spirituality to your life. Give to others, give to the world and feel great about it. Make regular contributions to people and community. To give is to receive. Give, give, give if you feel your life purpose begin to resonate. Okay? So you need to make yourself a mission statement, your own little personal mission statements. When I tell my clients to do this, they be like, bitch, I ain't no damn nonprofit organization. I ain't motherfucking Walmart. What the fuck I need a mission for some values? I'm not no damn organization. Because, <sighs> bitch, I said do it. I be wanting to say that so bad. But just trust me. You, you have to look at yourself as you are... You are basically an organization. You are basically an entity that is bringing service to the universe. And when I say that, I don't mean you waiting on somebody hand and foot. You're blessing. You're here to give your gift to somebody. That is the service. And so because of that, you got to find out what the fuck you're here for. So that's what your mission statement is going to be for. So like I said, you think of all the things that you like, your possessions, what you like to bring. What are your talents? What makes you happy? What fulfills you? Because usually that's your gift. That's your purpose. Something that if you didn't have to get paid for, but you better get fucking paid for because it's the bills. We got bills, motherfuckers. We got bills. So don't let nobody uh, fake you out with that bullshit. If you, if you, what would you do if you uh, could do it freely and wouldn't have to get paid? No, bitch, pay me. I'm going to need my money. Pay, pay, pay me like you owe me. That is typically your purpose. So harp into that. Um, what is, what is your mission statement? What is your life's mission statement? Damn it. Figure that out. And if you need a little extra help, seek it. If you need to schedule a session with me for therapy, your days, goddamn it, schedule it. That's on my website too. www.anacoleinc.com. If you need to get you some spiritual, um, restoration and you need to really find out who the fuck spirit is and you need to open up that little ancestral door, that spiritual door, do that shit too. I done told y'all about my reader, Miss Elite to you too. At Miss Elite, the, the, the number two, the letter U, the number two. Isn't that to you too? Yeah, Miss Elite to you too. Or, or whoever. I, I mean, I'm not just sitting here like, yeah, you gotta talk to us. Whoever. Find out who you are. And find your purpose. And I'm willing to bet you, when you see what the fuck your purpose is, you ain't going to have no time to waste because you got shit to do. Okay? That's why I'm so busy. I got shit to do. And I can't wait. I ain't got time to waste on sabotaging you, me, she, nobody, because I got shit to do. I don't got time to be worried about what you're doing. I ain't got time to be comparing myself to you. I don't have time to be wishing hard, hard shit on you or this, that, or the third because I got shit to do. This is my time, too. Okay? All right? You got this? Hit me up if you need more help. Um, so that is today's topics. Let's get into the I Saved You a Seat Award, shall we? What's up? <laughs> I say what's up? I say what's up? Man, sit your ass down. <laughs> Okay, so I was speaking to this guy yesterday, and he told me that um, his friend is thinking of cheating on his wife because um, they had a baby three years ago, and the wife is 30 to 40 pounds heavier, 
And it is basically repulsing his friend and his friend wants to go and cheat. And I was just like, that has to be the most ridiculous shit I've ever fucking heard in my goddamn life. Let's be clear. Women's bodies go through changes. That's just with life, period. Just getting old, you know? And then we add a whole ass fucking pregnancy in this shit. And a whole ass fucking birth to this shit. Shit gonna shift, you know? Motherfuckers is gonna gain weight, you know? So, he was like, well, he gets that. And he's offered to buy her a gym membership. And I said, you think she fucking can't afford her own fucking gym memberships? You think that... uh, That has to be the most brilliant shit he fucking did that whole day, huh? Oh, I have a fucking trick. Uh, Let's get a gym membership. Let me tell you this. Um, oh, that's another thing. Let me put that in there. He said that the young lady says she's fine with her weight. And I said, um, let me tell you this shit. And I don't give a fuck who I offend or whatever because you're lying. No woman, nobody, period. We're talking about women, so we're going to keep it in context right here. No woman is comfortable with putting on 30 to 40 pounds. No, I don't give a fuck if we've had twins. I don't give a fuck if we had a single birth, if we had babies back to back. No, no, no. And it's not just about vanity. It's not just about, no, my stomach got to be flat. No, it, it, 30 to 40 pounds on you, that's a lot. That's a lot in your body. Your body, if, if, if you, if, if this weight came in a nine month span, your joints are probably fucked up. You know, you're breathing and you're feeling the effects of this 40 pounds. And I said, you know, I told him because we're in our 30s. And I said, some women don't just snap back, especially when you're older. Like me, I had Kingston when I was 22 years old. I had to put in work. Yes, I did. But I didn't have to put in a lot of work because I was 22. You know, we did a little fun shit and the weight came off. Cool. Cool beans. You know, I had a little something extra. You know, thank you, boo. You know, um, but I know that at the tender, the tender age of 34, and I ain't even pregnant, so really we looking at maybe 36, 37, and shit like that, you know, because I got some shit to do. Um, I'm not going to snap back like I did at 22. I'm not. And my husband needs to fucking realize that shit. Whoever the fuck he may be, he's going to need to realize that um, we go through fucking changes. And I told him, I said, you know, Instead of thinking that this gym membership is the end-all be-all, because like I said, I'm sure she could have acquired her own fucking gym membership. Maybe he needs to find out why the fuck she's cool with the 30 to 40 pounds. See what's really going on with her, you know? See why she doesn't wish to lose it. Because a lot of times when women gain weight, and I can only talk about women because I am one, and I know so many women, they gain the weight to become unattractive. Particularly if something, a life change has happened to them. Now, I've seen it the most in women who have been sexually assaulted, you know, so I'm going to make myself unattractive so nobody tries to um, assault me again or to accost me again. You know, people gain the weight for different reasons or or keep it on for different reasons. Excuse me. And I said she could be dealing with postpartum, you know. Has he ever heard of that? Have you ever fucking heard of that? You know? Um, and there's no, oh, only postpartum, it only happens the first six months after 
after birth. No, it does not. For for my Doogie houses listening, who like, but the baby three years old. So what? So what? <sighs> I told him. I said, how about he deal with that shit? Fuck that gym. Fuck Planet Fitness and that black card. Okay, let's deal with what the fuck. Why she? Why she does not want to lose this weight, right? And I said again, because I guarantee you, nobody is perfectly fine with thirty to forty pounds of fucking weight on them now. Nobody. Um, and I said, uh, here's the million dollar question or the hundred pound question or the 40 pound question. What the fuck does your friend look like? Crickets. Crickets. Cause I'm willing to bet you this nigga ain't walking around here looking like Billy Blanks, looking like motherfucking, uh, Brian Pomper, Justin Slayer, or, or any of my other little friends out here that got these nice little tight bodies and shit like that. You know, I'm willing to bet you he ain't looking like 50 Cent. I'm willing to bet you he ain't looking like the dude from Power or or Idris Alba because Idris Alba's in his motherfucking 40s and he looks damn good, but I'm willing to bet you he don't look like he did when he was in his 20s. He got that that mature man uh, uh, body, you know? But what does does your friend look like to be buying her fucking membership card? Does he go to the gym every day? Is he eating boneless, skinless motherfucking chicken breast and, and steamed vegetables and brown motherfucking rice? He know why? However the fuck you say that word, because I don't eat that shit. I don't. I don't eat shit. I can't pronounce it. Quinoa, quinoa, whatever. Is he eating that shit? No. And I said, and furthermore, and I want to tell y'all that I want to talk to y'all about this. Excuse me. This is a conversation that we should have got. We should have had. Excuse me. Before we got married and before we got knocked up. Okay. If if your wife's appearance is so fucking important to you. To the point where you would be thinking about cheating on her because she gained 30 fucking pounds. I can see it. No, I can't even see. 30 pounds, not 50, not 100. Not 150, but 30 fucking pounds. All right, right. So if you knew that this was going to be a deal breaker for you, why the fuck didn't you discuss this before you married this girl? And before y'all had this baby? Hey, boo. So I I want you to look so-and-so. What you think? Well, what's your thoughts? Oh, you know, when we have children, you know, you have a plan because, you know, I, I love the way you're shaped and I want to, I want to continue to see this. I want to, you know, I want you to be tight and all of this other stuff. This was a conversation that you should have had before you got fucking married, you know? Um, and I'm willing to bet you that it's some shit going on there. It ain't no, oh, she gained this weight. She don't want to lose. And I'm willing to bet you it's some shit going on there. But back to what I was saying, cause we've already, we've already addressed that. Have these conversations before you decide to have children. You know, you need to ask about, hey, does postpartum running your family? You need to ask, well, what's the post-birth plan? Like when we, you know, we start having kids, are you going to exercise? Like, you know, have you thought about how you're going to get the weight off or, or return back or to get your, your, your fitness back together? Because you don't have to say snap back. Please don't say snap back because that, that, that is a lot of pressure for women when we hear that word snap back. I'm going to tell you this. Whenever I have my baby, 30, whatever, y'all can kiss my fucking ass. I'm going to lose my weight when the fuck I feel like it. And I'm not saying that baby going to be going to fucking graduate from elementary school. And I'm all right, let me get to the gym. But I'm not going to kill myself to look better for nobody. And if my husband don't fucking understand that, especially I didn't carry this baby for you and birth this baby naturally. Okay, you make me feel like a motherfucking natural woman because I birthed Kingston natural. Had Kingston carried him to term, birthed him natural. I wish his father would have fucking said some shit about the fucking way I looked. I wish. And I wish this new husband of mine would too. Whoever the fuck he might be. 
You know, don't stress me out. Let me lose my weight naturally. Let me let me get my shit back together naturally. Okay? All right? Thank you. You worry about what the fuck you doing. You worry about what the fuck. You not walking around here looking like 50 cents or fucking a quarter. You worry about what the fuck you ain't over here rocking this motherfucking Idris Alba body. What the fuck you look like? So my saved you, I saved you a seat award. Goes to you men out here who are so fucking <sighs> insensitive to the shit that women go through. And what our bodies go through. I really wish men could have children just for a fucking year. I'm not going to say a day, a year. Let that shit cycle through a little bit. And women stop allowing men to body shame you. Because your husbands can body shame you. Your men can body shame you. However, on the other side of that coin, sis, don't you have these babies and let your bodies go. And listen, I might be coming off as a little vain. I don't care. Um, but get your fitness back. Okay. Get your ass back in that gym. Eat right. You know, you want to be around too. I I wanted to be uh, as a young mom. I wanted to run around with King. I wanted to be play whore, be his horse, be his dog. He, 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 he jumped on and was like, take me to the living room, mommy. You know, that was me. I wanted to be a fun mom. And not only that, but you couldn't tell me that at 22 years old, my days of crop tops was over. You couldn't tell me at 22 years old, you can't wear two pieces no more. You can, no, 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 no. I'm just starting to live. So let me get my shit together so I can come in. And that's why at 34, mama's still rocking motherfucking leggings and crop tops. Mama's still slutting on these motherfucking hoes. Because at 22, I didn't allow myself, oh, you didn't have a baby, just let it go. Let what go? Ooh, and I ain't even got that husband no more. So I'll let myself go and and, and all of this other stuff. And I... Not at, all. Not, at all. Not at all. I was motherfucking Bianca Blanks in that gym. So yeah, so um men, I need you to be more sensitive to my sisters, more sisters. I need for y'all to get into the gym, you know, get you you I'm not saying you gotta go back to being a size four. That's what I was when I had Kingston. I would not look right as a size four. And that's what I told the guy. I was like, I'll be honest with you. I'm probably 30 pounds more than I was um, before I got pregnant with Kingston. And he was, but you look good, though. That's besides the point. It's 30 pounds, right? So maybe if he tells her, well, you don't have to go back. You don't put that pressure. Well, you have to go back and be exactly how you was when I met you. But just tone it up, you know, whatever. Because that's what the fuck I do. I'm, I'm, I'm a thick girl. Ooh, I'm not going back to being a size four. No, I don't even know. I tell my ex-husband all the time, I don't know how the fuck you did that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, ladies be healthy, you know, get you a, a, a workout regimen. You Again, there's no pressure for you to go back to what you were, you know, embrace the, the new fluffiness, you know, but, but just be healthy with it and stop allowing people to try to tell you, well, so-and-so snap back. You're not a celebrity and you ain't got celebrities money to do what the celebrities are fucking doing probably to snap back. No. You, you, you are, you are you, you know? So, um, fellas and women who have this ideology too, who also, um, body shame women who just had children, sit your fucking ass down somewhere. Stop it. You know, like having a baby is a lifestyle change. I I, I will continue to say that anything that you get some type of depression for, because your mind is still wrapping 
its mind around the fact that some shit done changed for the fucking good, or, or not even for the fucking good, some shit done changed permanently. Oh, damn, we somebody's mama now? Where the fuck this crying ass baby comes from? Who the fuck will have? That is a lifestyle change. You dealing with shit when you having a baby, or when you didn't have this baby. And a dude up in your face talking about he want to cheat. And all this is the last thing you want to fucking hear. Let him fucking cheat. Let him get the fuck on. Sis, if you listening, is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand the fuck up. If you listening, leave that motherfucker alone. Okay? You get healthy and you drop that weight. Because <laughs> all the weight that we need to drop ain't on our bodies, right? <sighs> I'm over time again. I thought I was going to be good this week, y'all. I was like, I'm going to make this one a 40 minute. And we not a 40 minute. So my apologies. We'll try it again next week. But this is me for this week. This is your girl, A. Nicole. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Nikki's Thoughts Podcast. Um, make sure you rate, review, tell a friend. I'm available on iTunes and Google Play. If you want to follow me on Instagram, my Instagram is at well, I have to say it. My Instagram is Nikki's Thoughts, and that's N-I-K-K-I-E-S-T-H-O-U-G-H-T-S. On Facebook, I'm just A. Nicole. Um, you can go to my website and get more information on my on my brands, my stores, my tour, my events, um, shit, everything. www.anicoleinc.com. If you'd like to book me for a therapy your day session, you can do that there too. Um, until next week, have a great one. And I'm motherfucking out. Out. Rocking to my funky beat. I'm a trip, so I know you're gonna.